Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. If I'm going to listen to the podcast, I need cold, hard facts. <laughs> facts about the podcast before I'm going to listen to them. I want cold, hard facts. Facts. If I don't get facts about the podcast, and I'm not listening to the podcast. <laughs> and you're not going to listen to the deflecting. Carry it. I'm disengaging from this. I'm not going to have this conversation with you. I just need the facts before I'm going to even give this podcast a listen. I am not going to sift it here and listen to these very questionable digs. <laughs> you know, you were just talking about the evolution of, of our podcast over the break. Yeah, we went back and listened to like our... I think it was our favorite episode, and it was number 11 well, I, of I, the first season of Us. Yeah, well, that's where we really felt like we were got our stride. Yeah, but we're listening to it, and we're like, wow, we still had a ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boy, we still have a uh, episode, the season premiere of, of season two. It's probably my favorite. Our new favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've, we have had some good gems. But we it have... was funny to listen to, like, how you used to just say podcast in a weird, random way, and now you incorporate now, it into the episode. It's completely evolved. Podcast. Podcast. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Podcast. 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 Pod to pod. Cast to cast. Welcome to season three of the Real House Bears. Oh ho ho, podcast! Oh ho ho, poisson, le poisson, my hometown of France. Triple, 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 triple. Look at me. Look at my life. Listen to my podcast. Yeah, it has completely I think evolved. Both of us have evolved. And back then, in like season one, when I was started adding sound bites, I in that episode eleven, I was like, "Man, I had a sound bite palooza extravaganza." And then we back went back and listened to it, and I was like. Oh, no, not so much. And then I just feel like everything is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I did miss hearing that um, one soundbite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we used it a lot. We did, but we <laughs> I have used it once, maybe twice this season. Okay. <laughs> I know of at least once. But, but yeah, kudos to you. My bear does all of the editing, y'all. Kudos to us. I mean, we're both really growing and evolving and turning into something that I think people are really enjoying. Oh, no. Here oh, we go. we're growing and we're learning and evolving and evolving. See, that's taking and it, teaching. See, that's taking it back to season and one. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about and regressing. <laughs> Whatever that is, great. Got it. I haven't said anything about ships 
since season one. That's either. true. I've used to say a lot about, you know, friendships, relationships. Yes. They're like a ship. Right. You have to tend to it. You have to take care of it. You have to steer it. <laughs> you do. You do have to do all that. You have to things. know which cords to pull, like ropes to tug on. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm glad to be back in the hot closet. You know, we had a week off. Yes, we did. It was a nice week off. It was, you know, I, I hated not having a show to watch. Um, I hated not being able to talk about it. But I didn't hate having a week to not have to do all the extra work that comes with it. It was a nice week break. And plus, that gave us time to watch Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh my gosh, it is so good. <laughs> it's surprisingly good. It's because if Ramona wasn't there, I don't think it would be good. Yeah, we talked about that in the last episode, I think. Like yeah, Ramona. Ramona's... But it's neat to see like a different side of Teresa because Teresa really is being like, sweet all the She's time. being like a mama bear to everybody. Yeah, uh, and Cynthia Bailey, who, I mean, rest in peace now that she's off the show, but, <laughs> like, if she would have brought it on Atlanta, like she's bringing it on the Ultimate Girls Trip, maybe she'd have a different story. And I mean, and, and Luann is growing. She's seeing how it's not okay how Ramona treats her, you know, like... It, and it's true, like, when you're around that person and around that life so much, it's just, you kind of just bear with it. You just kind of take it for what it is. But Luann's kind of like, no, I'm done. I'm feeling bad for her, and I'm tired of her treating me bad. You know, Luann makes me think for a half of a, a, half of a second about getting sober. Because <laughs> she looks so good. She does look really good. She but she's looks probably really bored so at all these events. Good. It would be hard to go to all these events and not be the only one drinking. The one thing I do love about Luann, no matter what it is, if anybody's like, well, you try it. She's like, I'll try it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it first. Let me try it. She's really been a go-getter on this one. Yeah, Luann. And it's so funny how much I thought like Luann was so um, pretentious and yeah. just weird. And, like, I didn't like her, but I love this, this new Luann. Yeah, I love non-Countess Luann. She has had an arc unlike anyone else. And you, it could have went... Well, it did go really bad. She got arrested and threatened to kill a police <laughs> right. officer. But... Since then, she has definitely done her upper arc. She's up, she's going yeah. up, she's going up, and she's not She's stopping. like not being all like uncool. So be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Why? Okay. You know, she's really, that, I think that was the turning point of when Luann's like, don't be all like uncool. I think that's when <laughs> Luann officially became cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. And then we also had. The Housewife and the Shaw Shocker, which is the stupidest name in the world for anything. That's the headline. <laughs> First of all, when I hear Shaw Shocker, I think of, what does it call it when you have like... Shell-shocked when you have like PTSD from like... No, I think of it like as a sexual thing when you... <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> I don't want any shell shocking. <laughs> it's not that, shell shocking. From you. <laughs> but this is a family podcast, so we probably shouldn't talk about it. But I think it, this that thing was so stupid. We we need to quit letting Dana Wilkie talk about housewives on these documentaries. She's hungry for it. She, I mean, she's been in jail for uh, money situations, if I understand correctly. Why are we using her as someone to, and she doesn't know Jen Shaw. She doesn't know Jen Shaw. We know Jen Shaw more than more Dana Wilkie knows yeah. Jen Shaw. That uh, documentary was kind of damning though. It was, yeah, but you know what? I just, once you give me Dana Wilkie as a chief 
correspondent or whatever you want to use. <laughs> and like in the last one with that had Danielle Staub. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh housewife Erica. It just Jane. it just ruins credit. I mean, even if they had other credible people on it, I don't know. Because I was distracted by like, why are y'all using Dana Wilkie? She doesn't know anything. The only person I was interested in hearing from was her old fashion designer. Oh well, yeah, Koa. Yeah, because he spilled. That, we, he I spilled probably will it. have to bleep out that name. Yeah, you're gonna have to do. I'm it. I'm gonna have to it's bleep out that name. Fashion bleep. Yeah, but I know. No, you don't have to because he came out and said he was. He's on a TV show right now. We could say it. But yeah, but the only thing we can't say is, bitch. Fuck. Do you know how much work that's gonna make me have to do? Now that you have the power of bleeping out curses, it's fun. It's not fun for me. <laughs> this looks like some real bullshit right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't curse much in my daily life, but man, sometimes you need to say, she's a stupid bitch. <laughs> sometimes curse words really do emphasize what you're trying to say. That's true. <laughs> and now that I know that you have the power to bleep it out, like I'm all guns in. I'm, I'm not ready. like I'm not already spending enough time editing and sound bites. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're exhausting. You know what? I think we have a house divided about this. <laughs> Speaking about curse words, let's go to a house divided. <laughs> I just totally fed you that. I know, but I really like my bad segues. I don't know how I feel about the bad segues. (laughs) But you seem awfully happy about it, so I'll let it slide for a while (laughs) until I can no longer take it. Wow, that's unnerving. I mean, this feels less like a threat and more like a promise. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Which will be the next podcast. I I like seeing you happy, so I'll let it slide for a while. (laughs) It's fun and it's so stupid. What makes me happy is that these girls are still in their Bavarian get-ups. We look like Swedish Christmas hookers. Yodelay. Yodelay. That's impressive, right? Oh, yeah. I love that all of this drama is happening in their Bavarian get-ups. I think it's hysterical. Still eating their desserts by the fireplace outside, bundled up in all the blankets. Meredith still wasted out of her head. Trashed. Uh, It's so funny to watch. Whitney still has tears in her eyes. (sighs) We do get, while they're kind of giving us a little bit of a recap about the last episode, we do get to see like a full flashback of Cameron telling Lisa about him mortgaging his house for Mary's surgeries. He mortgaged his house and gave her 300 grand. Yeah, like he got down in front of the camera during a dinner and actually said all of this stuff. So he wanted it to be on camera. And not to mention, in addition to the money he gave for surgeries, other tithes and offerings on top of that. Mm-hmm. So he mortgaged his home to pay for Mary's surgeries, which, again, I have read... She came back for that surgery missing more than just sweat glands. Sweat glands, yeah. Like, she came back looking like a new person. But in addition to that, gave his tithes other, you know, probably love offerings. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. And I, you know, didn't get the return on his, on his investment, you know? He felt bamboozled. Like, he literally felt duped. Rob, he felt duped. Yeah, that's the problem. And some people, like playing devil's advocate, a lot of people are saying that because of his 
brain tumors and stuff during the time it made him not think right i guess and i'm like well i don't know how much you like he seemed pretty coherent in the story yeah and lisa's taking up for him i felt it i cried with him i believe him lisa's and lisa's taking, taking up for him, up for him. she like, really no, believes him i didn't have any problem he didn't have and but she's seemed... not taking up for him in front of mary right and when we've seen him on camera he seems pretty coherent yeah he seems good now, the women start to equate Mary to Jen Shaw. Yes, and that's where he, um, it's going to fall apart later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to fall apart right away. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. This is really strange because everyone's like, all right, we need to cut off Mary. Mm-hmm. But that's not how everyone's being for Jen Shaw. No. Heather in particular Heather is literally like, She's so sad. why aren't we cutting out Mary? Why aren't yeah. we cutting out Mary? Why should we cut? Then why are we still friends with Mary? Whereas she's not, you know, she's standing loyal to Ginger. Mm-hmm. I understand, though, that she and Ginger have a relationship and are close friends, whereas Mary has been nothing but a monster to her all along. So I do well, understand yeah. that, but it does I mean, still... Jen, Jen also has been a monster to, to, well, to her and everybody else. True. Uh, just the difference with Mary, I guess, she just doesn't let anybody in long enough to be friends. Yeah, but why? Why, is the, what, why the double standard of, I'm ready to cut Mary out, but I'm not ready to cut Jen Shaw out? Yeah. Maybe it's because Ma- Jen Shaw is innocent until proven guilty. Maybe. And Mary has, well, I mean, Mary hasn't been proven guilty yet either. No, but these rumors have been going on for a very long time. And they're from very personal, close resources. Yeah. Okay. So I think her time is coming. And so I think what Maybe Heather's I just need to, to talk is, through that to understand Yeah, because it. yeah, it's, it's all very complicated. And it's all like, even while these ladies are sitting here and discussing all of this even they are having a hard time trying to rationalize like why are we saying this about mary why aren't we doing anything about mary why didn't we do anything about jen shaw etc 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 but i think it's because they're they're like okay well now this stumbled upon us where we didn't think it could be this bad well these same type of rumors are coming from mary's close like resources so maybe we should be more attentive to it because it we need to separate ourselves. Yeah, and we let this Jen Shaw situation go right in front of our eyes, and, mm-hmm. and maybe we just need to be more aware in general. Not in front of Meredith's eyes. Meredith, Meredith is not having it. No, Meredith. Meredith is not having any of this. And everyone is like, Meredith, haven't you seen all of the interviews and articles all over the internet? I mean, it's not just us. Like, yeah. this is being said everywhere. I mean, you should be seeing everything because you're on the same show with her. Well, and they're like, well, Mary's like, well, I had facts about Jen Shaw. Y'all have facts about Mary? Well, I had facts about Jen Shaw, and everyone's been ignoring me about that. Mm-hmm. But now here you are going along with hearsay about Mary. It was disappointing and disheartening, you know. I need facts. Cold, hard facts. And this is really difficult because Lisa is now stuck between her friendship with Cameron mm-hmm. and her friendship with Meredith because of Meredith's friendship with Mary. Yes. Is it the best position to be in? Absolutely not. But here I am. I'm in it. So Lisa, she can't take it. Mary went to bed, so now Lisa's going to go to bed too. Yeah, Lisa's mm. like, no. I'm not going to go on this roundabout with y'all. If y'all want to be nasty to me, fine, do it. But I'm not going to be here for it. So the other ladies stay up and talk. (laughs) But Lisa somehow ends up in Mary's room. Mm -hmm. Now, this... This, This is where you could really see 
Lisa's planning on everything. She knows that everyone's going to go up to Mary tomorrow and say that she said all these things, so she's going to go to Mary and say it to her herself so she could save her the damage. Yeah, Lisa later in the episode was like, well, I was walking by Mary's room and the door just so happened to, to be, be open. open. That's the truth. You ain't lug your breast milk down there to start some drama to be petty so you can get more camera down, Jeff. Well, the way it looks is Lisa went to Mary's room and just started dishing. Yeah, just saying, this is what everyone is saying, like Whitney is saying down there. And I just want to know if any of these things are true because yeah. it's not like I'm, I am accusing you of anything, which she just sat there and accused her saying, I believe my friend that she, that he was emotionally, yeah. emotionally, what did she, what did she say exactly? The, uh, religiously traumatized, traumatized by Mary. And, and this he is, gave her this money. Yeah. And, and so Mary is taking things. She even spread, she spread the rumors that night. Yes. And Whitney never spread a rumor, not once. It wasn't until Meredith came to her and asked her about it. And she says, yes, I've heard the same things. Right. That's all Whitney did. Well, Lisa tells her that the women upstairs are talking about her. She tells her about Jen Shaw saying stuff about her. After oh, the she's, Fresh Wolf she's throwing shoot. everybody under the boat. It I'm, was never her liking or even acknowledging any of it. I Yeah, I don't recall a moment of Lisa taking any accountability on this. Does yeah. she through no, the she doesn't. No, she even doesn't. Later? Not even later. I didn't think so. I mean, not even a moment of like, well, Mary, for a moment I thought this, but... No, 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 no. It was everyone else's fault. Wow. Well, people on the internet are... Well, because Lisa says, I'm not in control of Cameron. Cameron is on the board of foster care he was supposed to be at that event so it's not my fault that he talked to meredith which is he was mic'd you don't just he get mic'd at these events he was on camera telling you his story about mary he was on and then camera you went fresh wolf thank you they can't put you on camera without your permission yeah lisa you're starting i'm seeing some holes in this character and it's not fun i don't like it but you need to take some responsibility for what you said down there here we go again. It's always Lisa's fault. I mean, again, thank you, Lisa, yes. for all your hard work. <laughs> all of your hard work. Yes, thank she is you, Lisa, such for a good all housewife. of your hard work. <laughs> but it's starting to look like what Whitney and Heather and others have said about a lot of the behind the scenes, a lot of the conniving, a lot of the... Uh, you know, dishonesty mm -hmm. starting to show your your stripes are showing, your cards are showing, whatever it is. Whatever it is showing, it's showing. <laughs> it's showing. Um, but Mary's not having any of it. She's very demissive, very demanding about how if you're going to be my friend, you need to have loyalty to me. Yeah. This whole word loyalty coming from her is very megalomaniac. <laughs> she just thinks herself as God, and I bet this is how she talks to people in our congregation. Yes, yeah, and she expects just blind loyalty. You need blind loyalty to me. Nobody's helping you. Like that one recording of her um, talking about all the poor people and that she just got a birthday card from all of them, and they're all poor, and she doesn't want to be friends with poor people. Like, that's how she talks to these women. So how come I don't believe, how come I cannot believe it when she's doing it to her congregation? I'm... She has to. I mean, it's out. So many people who've gone to church have said these things. Yeah, it's... Uh, and again, it's easy to equate this to a Jen Shaw situation because what people are mostly uproared about is that there are victims in these situations. Mm -hmm. And Mary scam if Mary is scamming her church, there's victims. Yeah. 
That's victims. It might not be victims on such a large scale, but it's victims of people who can't afford. And I feel it's even worse because she knows who she's stealing from. And they trust them. And she's taking their, like, trust. Like, if if Mary gets busted in the end for all this stuff, like, man, that's just karma. I think what she's going to court for soon is contributing to the delinquency of a minor. I think that's what I read, is like giving alcohol to someone underage or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Hmm, that's weird. I didn't do my investigative journalism like I normally would. Oh, yeah, reading the first headlines of things. Yeah, yeah. Right, but I have. I do think I remember reading that. Hmm. Not, so we'll see. Let's get a fact straight. The next morning, Mary goes into Jenny's room, and again... Mary with almost no makeup on is so pretty to me. Yeah, she's so pretty. I think her face is so beautiful. Yeah, she just messes it up with makeup. (laughs) And her attitude. Yeah. So we find out that the previous night, Jenny and Mary had a little mom. Yeah, uh, Jen did Mary's makeup and they just kind of chatted and stuff. Started to bond a little bit. I thought that was cool. And so Mary, this next morning, brought her a gift a pair of Louboutin boots. Yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe Mary is not who she says she is. I'm trying to give Mary the benefit of the doubt that she's trying to build a relationship. Nope, that was ended right away when she admitted that, oh, it wasn't a present. It was just something I grabbed on the way out. It's trash. I don't even want it. And I'm just going to give it to her because I don't even care because I could buy so many more. Yeah. Like, it's not a gift. She's like, I, I, just, wanted more, I just wanted more room in my luggage. God, yeah. she's such a mean uh, well, I person. I wonder about all the other gifts she gave if that, if that was the same. Oh, 100%. But it was also a tactic. Like, you know when you want a dog to like you a lot, you give them a lot of treats every single time you see them. If you don't want people talking bad about you, give them gifts. But... But if it's rewarding but them, let's, but then why does she have all of these gift bags? Did she bring all of this luggage in gift bags? Like Jenny's shoes came in a gift bag. I mean, I think she, well, some of them weren't shoes, some of them were clutches and stuff, so I don't think they were all in gift bags. I think the shoes may have just been in a gift bag because she's like, oh, I just saw these on the way out, leaving, packing, and she just grabbed them. Either way, she's lying about something. Either way, she's lying about a lot of things. <laughs> well, that's true. She's such, she has such pastorly qualities. Being a first lady, you lead by example. Uh, uh. And so next, Heather goes into Whitney's room, and Whitney is not. In a good mood. She's over it. Like, you could see it in her face. She's just, like, over it. (laughs) Because last night, she heard in Heather's room, you know, right next to hers, Lisa and Mary and Heather kind of having a party, laughing it up. joking. And hearing that she's given Heather a present, and that, and I think Whitney also said that she heard on the way out that they're not friends with Whitney anymore. Maybe she, I know she, or maybe she, she Heather. Heather tells her. Yeah, least. Heather tells her. Now Lisa and Mary are BFFs. They're jumping on Heather's Giggling bag. and smiling and having fun. Heather got a Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. And yeah, they do. They left Heather. I think Heather told Whitney right there in that moment that they left the room saying, Mary is not going to be friends with Whitney. Yes. And Lisa is her best That's friend. That's right. Yeah. So Whitney feels like Lisa has penned all of this. On her. Well, she pretty much did. And Whitney's ready to fix it. Yeah. Oh, she's ready. Before we let Whitney fix it, why don't we go fix ourselves a refill? Oh my gosh, that's so good. You like that? Yeah, not as good as mine, but mine are, you know, you can get there. <laughs> well, thanks so much. So let's go get take a break and we'll be right back. Bye. Have more tequila. 
Hi, this is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And we're back. We are back. You know what I want to say before we get into this next scene? I want, I think Beverly Hills needs to take a tip from Salt Lake City. Beverly Hills spent an entire season only talking about Erica's story. Yep. Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw's got quite an incredible, you know, similar story happening, but that is not what is... you know, what is carrying the whole season. There, We've got so drama, drama with Mary. We've got drama between Meredith and Jen Shaw at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of other different things. The Lisa and Whitney story that was happening yeah. during this season. So much going and on this season. later on, I've heard that um, Lisa and Meredith aren't friends anymore. Oh, yeah? By the end of this season. On Watch What Happens Live, she seemed to, she seemed to pretend like pretend like they were. Well, they probably are now, but I, by the end of the season, they aren't friends. Gotcha. Oh. I know I've been a good friend. I know I've been showing up for her. I know I've been consistent, and I know I've been kind. Because I mean, and through the, the nobody previous, wants that. Whoa, they nobody look wants like that. They're fighting. Um, so we're still at Vail. Doesn't Vail look almost just like Park City? Yeah, it looks just like Park City. They didn't have to give you a Vail. It looks N- just like Park City. No. Um, I do want to say, um, Whitney earlier, when she's in bed with Heather and stuff, and she says what I've been saying this whole time, what kind of preacher treats people like this? Right. Yeah, I said that. I was like, that's and not I say very it pastor all the time. It's, she's just... I just don't get it. I just don't see what kind of person that follows God can be so mean and spiteful uh, I, don't anyway, anyone, I don't think anyone has an answer for that let's go on to a different storyline I don't like this topic yeah so Heather's sister Nancy and Nancy's husband Mike show up to the vacation home but grabs Heather and they all leave as soon as they get there oh yeah they walk in and walk right back out Yeah, Nancy is Heather's youngest sister mm-hmm. I thought it was funny that they went out here was another first of alcohol I know. <laughs> Just like Heather. This is our first mimosas. <laughs> yes, where they had the first drinks with their cousin earlier. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. You know, um, we've kind of, we're have kind we familiar with this story. It's kind of the story that Heather has had with anyone who has decided to leave the church back when she was such a devout follower. Yeah, Heather turned her nose up at everybody. Yeah. Uh, Heather was mad at her for leaving the church. I would be too. Yeah. If I followed that faith and stuff and feeling like she's not going to be part of our life and she's going to be put into outer, outer darkness, yeah, I'd be pissed too. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of awful that her sister, uh, you know, is diagnosed with multiple, multiple sclerosis. Yeah. And then doesn't have her family to lean on. Mm-hmm. You choose differently, you live alone. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. And you, I'm you sure th- it's something that well, you Heather could- and many of them regret and deal with on a daily basis you can tell heather really regrets it but nancy's obviously has some bitterness to her family turning her back on her and i would too i mean i would i would be very bitter about it and i feel like they do have to pay for doing that to her but it does look like she is receiving heather very positively right now yeah yeah she um she seems really fun just like heather um but they also feel like since their dad has passed that they feel like the the thumb that he had over all of them and religion and stuff oh. and, and like castaway and family members is gone now. That so can now... change. That can change people mm-hmm. massively. You know, I mean, so you know that somebody. Oh yeah, we both know someone yeah. who, when their mother died, 
They literally said out loud, I don't have to worry about my mom's opinion anymore. I don't have to feel guilt anymore. And he turned into a horrible, horrible... <laughs> well, I didn't even get to meet him before his mom passed away. I met. I only met the bad part of us. So he ended up being someone who, you know... Didn't, didn't care. Feel guilt. Yeah, just didn't care. <laughs> so it can really change a person. So I really understood what they were talking about there. Yeah. And we find out that, you know, Nancy was always jealous of Heather, you know, having her family, having her the relationship with her dad. And, and, then, and religion, too. Yeah. Having her faith. Yeah. You and can be jealous of something like that. Absolutely. To be so, to be so like, headstrong on something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. And then Heather was kind of jealous of her sister who was living her own authentic life. It's that whole saying, um, I wish Lisa Renner was here to say it, um, <laughs> but, you know, the grass is always green on their side it's not all it's not always true that is true lisa Renna. that's such a lisa Renna thing to i say. mean any cliche is a lisa anything Renna that's been to... written on the wall in somebody's home and like script it's it's that's right <laughs> but they have a really sweet moment about looking towards the future yeah but her sister has something very serious to say one more request it's really this is this one's really really important even the music stops Drinking Cheetos and water and lime. What are you doing? This disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I I was nervous. I got nervous for a second because I thought she was gonna say something really, really like deep and serious. But no, she's just got a humor just like Heather. Yeah, she yeah. can't keep everything too serious. Which you know what? I've I, I've tried Cheetos with soda, water, and lime, and rather enjoyed it. Blah! I had it. Well, no, didn't you have it too at Beauty Lab and Laser? No. Plow. Oh, I had it. I thought it was delicious. <laughs> well, back at the, the vacation home, the ladies are packing. Meredith has 900 bags and packages. <laughs> I know. She packs like I do. <laughs> She's like, I didn't, I didn't know what I would need, so I thought I would overpack rather than underpack. I'm like, well... How long were you gone to this memorial service, and how long were you unveiled that you would think that you would even remotely need that much? Do you know how many different options and scenarios you'll need clothes for, for whatever scenario pops up? I mean, I do try to overpack myself a little bit, but that was extreme. Do you remember when I traveled to Puerto Vallarta for a week? Man, I took up a whole other bed filled with all my outfits. I will never forget that. And I only used maybe half of them. Glam Barbie over here. Right. <laughs> Speaking of outfits, I despise this black and neon outfit that Meredith is wearing. You know what it kind of reminds me of is those flight suits. You know when people like it's got like little half wings underneath the arms. <laughs> you know they they glide through the air on it like a like a, a squirrel, like those flying squirrels. I feel like I've been giving Meredith a really hard time on her fashion. Mm -hmm. You know, I gave her a hard time about the white boots before, but I cannot stand this outfit. Uh, it didn't bug me very much. It I, I wanted me. to see her, like, roller skating in it. <laughs> well, Lisa is really uneasy with how the night ended with Meredith. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa tells Meredith that she popped by... She she just happened to pop by Mary's room on her way down last yeah, night. Yeah, and she asked all the questions directly. Yeah. So she just got it all cleared up, just like Meredith would have wanted. Yeah, so she's like, I, I just, I'm just figuring things out now. Well, Meredith is... Meredith is doing a lot of things. Probably hungover, for one. Yes. But she's really upset with herself that she told Whitney about the Cameron thing. Before talking to Mary. Yeah. Um, she's been mad when other people did it to her. 
Yeah. So she feels really about that and would like to rectify that. So she's going to get everybody together to talk. And I'm like, amen, sister. Yeah, well, you do it. You do it. Next, Whitney and Heather are having chicken fingers and fries. I'm like, where'd the chefs go? They're gone. They're They're eating uh, chicken uh, fingers and fries in styrofoam containers, whereas this whole entire trip, they've been eating I think it was just banquets. Probably just a night. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love chicken fingers and fries. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's what I have for dinner tonight. Yes, ma'am. And Heather's like... Where is everybody, do you think? And... Uh, who was it? Was it Whitney, Whitney. that said... Hiding from the truth. <laughs> yes. Because uh, she is bitter. She is so pissed. And while they're eating their fries, Mary's just kind of like walking around the outskirts of the kitchen. Looking in the fridge, but not eating anything in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Listen, eating disorders are not a laughing matter. No, they're not. They are not. Eat caviar, bitch. Uh, the le- rest of the ladies, Jenny, Lisa, and Meredith enter. Lisa invites everyone to the living room. And I love it how she's like, does everybody want to come to the living room? There's there's a, a coffee table and coasters in here because everybody's got a drink. Right. <laughs> right. So Meredith addresses everyone. She wants resolve before everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. She wants to spend some time to talk it out. No more talking behind each other's back. So I predict that this is going to go really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. This is not going to go over well. Um, Well, it starts off well because Meredith immediately apologizes to both Whitney and Mary. That is a good girlfriend. That's a good girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Mary, I'm sorry that I said something to Whitney that I shouldn't have said. Whitney, I'm sorry that I put you in that position in the first place. Yeah. So that was lovely. That was adult. That was responsible. Those are things that I would, you know, take up. Yeah, take responsibility for it. If I had to as well. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, she says the only reason why any of this was brought up was because of Lisa. Yeah, Does everybody like, not see this? Yeah, <laughs> this would not have happened if Cameron wouldn't even been around. This even wouldn't even be a thing. Yeah. Think the best of me, not the worst, or I will start thinking the worst of you and you won't like it. And Lisa... Now Lisa's attacked. I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> but you know what? Lisa needs to take responsibility. She needs to say, yes, Cameron is my friend. She did talk to Meredith. He did talk to Meredith at the event. But again, I didn't have anything to do with it. But she did bring it up tonight at dinner. I mean, at the fireplace. So she needs to take responsibility for it. She's not going to. No. Lisa, come on. Meredith just wants to give Mary an open forum to say whatever she wants to say. And Mary's like... (laughs) I don't feel like I have anything to say to anyone. I know. (laughs) And she stares right at Whitney. Yeah. And Whitney's like, why are you staring at me? Well, I could stare at anybody I want to. It's like, no, I want the meaning why you're staring at me. Does Mary Mary think that Whitney is weak and will just take it, whereas the other women won't? Probably. But no, she's that way with Heather. I mean, she's that way with everybody. She's that way with everybody. Um, I don't know. She's just really, she's really attacking Whitney because Whitney's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so Heather starts to defend Whitney and Mary goes after Heather. Yeah, because Heather starts sticking up for Mary. I mean, for uh, Whitney. Now, oddly enough, Lisa does get Mary to admit that she cares about Whitney. Yeah, she says, yeah, I care about her. And everybody's like, wait, what? (laughs) And Heather's like, that's not the message that you were given when you came to my room last night. Yeah. And of course, Mary has to has to deflect. Well, you never did that when I went over the table at that one dinner at that one time last year or over by that one person's house. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. 
<laughs> and you know, Lisa, she's got her magnifying, or not Lisa, Whitney, mm-hmm. she got her magnifying glass out trying to Sherlock Holmes her way through this. Yeah. And she's like, aha, Lisa has found a crack in her relationship with Mary mm-hmm. and has come in it for the swoop it and mess it all up. I got it. You're obsessed with her and you're, you're obsessed, obsessed with, with her, her daughter. daughter. Oh, sorry. That's a, a Scream 3 reference. <laughs> right, maybe we need to stick with Housewives reference. Sorry. <laughs> I remember. She was a bit player in a couple of my movies. A nobody. So what does it matter? Oh, come on. You have made millions off the story of her murder. You're obsessed with her, and you're obsessed with her daughter! Right, easy, Geraldo. So Heather recaps the night, including the detail about receiving the gift, and Mary's like, ah, that wasn't anybody else's business. Yeah, that's nobody's business. Especially because... Heather got the most expensive gift. That was an expensive. So Jenny got a pair of Louboutin shoes that she can't pronounce. Yeah. (laughs) Christine Those are worth $1,300. $1,300. Lisa got a Chanel clutch worth Mm $2,050. Meredith got a Louis Vuitton hat worth $1,210. And then Heather gets a Louis Vuitton handbag for $5,750. Is that crazy? You know what's crazy? Cameron's mortgage paid for that. (laughs) Exactly. Like, who has that kind of money just to throw away? Well, I mean, her or closet to, is Or filled. to give. Or to even just give, just for nothing. I mean, just to get them on her side. I mean... Man. <sighs> but so, Whitney's like, now, now I see it. I'm not mad because I didn't get a present. I'm mad because you deliberately left me out of yeah. something. And I know we're not friends. Phone. I know we're not friends now. And Heather's like, listen... This has been traumatic, so I am no longer in the space of not asking questions. Yeah. I have to ask questions when they come, and you can clear it up. hmm I mean, she flat out said, I think these are some things that you can clear up. Yeah. And Mary's like, I don't want you to judge my faith. Don't you compare me to Jen. You know, she keeps going back to not comparing her to I'm Jen. I'm like, no one's judging your faith. They're judging your practices. No, we're judging your, like... Um, Stealing money, yeah. taking money. <laughs> I was born in money. Wait, using <laughs> poor people's money. Not to mention being a, I'll just say beep, so I don't have to do the sound effect myself. What a bitch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, you know, Mary cuts a dig saying that Heather's always drunk and getting a ride home. Yeah, Mary cannot be civil about anything. She has to cut everybody down. And still, Lisa's not being forthright about the night before. And Heather is just sick and tired. She's had enough. This episode should just be called I've Had Enough. Oh my gosh. Because everyone at some point has I've had, had enough. enough. I've had enough. Like, <laughs> I wish I was there. So I, I mean, you, text, you texted Heather last night we were watching it and you're like, girl. This episode's exhausting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone has just had enough. Yeah. Um, Heather's especially had enough of Lisa not being forthright. And um, Last night, Mary had lots of things to say about Mary and now they're BFFs, so <laughs> Heather is, like, walking out, going downstairs, crying, devastated, and she doesn't want to fly home on the private jet with other women. No, and Lisa is like, 
start saying, we had a great talk last night. And Heather yells out, we didn't have a good night. She said that her friend Cameron mortgaged her house because he's a slave to you or something like that. She told us that her best friend sold his house because he was under your spell. And I'm like, yeah, that's bring out the big guns, everybody. Let's really call people out. Everybody needs to call people out. And I was on Meredith's side for being like, I need to figure things out. I need to figure out things out. I'm not liking her right now because she is sitting there watching how Mary's treating these women. And she needs to speak up and say, Mary, you don't need to talk to people like that and tear people down. We're trying to find answers. Meredith is scared of Mary too. She won't say what she wants to say, what she would say to all these other women to Mary. Well, according to Mary, if everyone would just be loyal... None of this would have happened. Yeah, just be if everyone would just blindly have her back. None of this would be. None of this would be going on. That's Jesus talk. Man. <laughs> and Ginny explains to Mary, like, yes, everyone was talking about you last night, um, and there was a lot of talk about misappropriation of money, like Jen Shaw. That's where the parallel mm -hmm. is coming. And Mary goes off. off. She calls Heather chubby. She is a nasty B-word. She... I can't stand Mary. She says horrible things about people. She she flat out is says, makes a racist remark, saying that Jen Shaw reminds her of a thug. You know... Like those Mexican people who make drugs. Yeah, she said Mexican people. You know, the ones that make drugs. It's just... Mary is so out of touch with the world... And she is racist. She is, I'm probably homophobic. And she's, she's everything phobia. I mean, she doesn't even like, like black people. That's a dig. When I heard her say all these, I wanted to reach through the television and chuck her. I can't stand this woman. I was like, I need to I come can't. back. I need to get that hashtag going back about getting Hunter on the show. Because <laughs> I would read her. And if she tried to talk to me, you know what I would do? I'd be like... Oh, I, sh I wish I would have looked up at the person who um, hashtagged the... Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Get Hunter on the show. Make Hunter rich. <laughs> I will look that up. That was so funny. Thank you. I hope you're listening. Yeah, I'll, I'll whoever did that long hashtag was great. <laughs> I think it might take me too long to find it right now. Probably. Recording. Lisa is torn between what she's heard about Mary and the empathy that she has for Mary. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like... Lisa her feelings are all on her sleeve. Like she will cry if someone else is crying. Right. She's very emotional and her seeing Mary sit there and cry and her saying those things about Mexican people, even Lisa like opened her mouth to say something. She's like, no, nope, I'm not going to say anything. But did you see that she grabs a napkin and Mary says, Oh, thanks for offering me one. I have more tears than you. Jesus. Yeah. Woman. Well, I'm not God. I worship the God in me. But, but yeah. Meredith is really just still mostly worked up that people are talking without facts. I'm like, well, the only facts that Mary is giving you is that you need to blindly trust me and denying everything. Yeah. And plus, also, Jen Shaw didn't have any real facts until it all came out. Everybody heard rumors. You know what I'm saying? And these are rumors about Mary, and she can't differentiate that. She wants to be, like taken away by cops before anybody's able to judge her. Ugh. It doesn't really get too far. Now, Mary does go down to try to smooth it over with Heather by explaining that if Heather would have just been a friend... Yeah. 
And then throw some sort of dig. I didn't get. Yeah, with. she I threw didn't. a little dig at her and stuff. And you know, at Heather, this point, I Heather, didn't rewind it to figure out what it was because I was just. I, so I couldn't over listen that to nightmare. it anymore. And also, Heather, even she's over it. So she just says, "I'm very sorry that I did that to you, Mary." And she goes, "Liar! You're weird." Like she cannot cut somebody down. She cannot tear somebody down to make herself better. That's all she does. I can't handle it. I I'm with. Heather and uh, Whitney, I need to get the hell out of here. Seriously, all the ladies get in the in the car to drive to the airport for the private jet, while Heather and Whitney are sitting on the front porch looking Finding for flights. Finding the Delta flights and stuff like that scene was very powerful, and because it almost looked like they're hiding from everybody, sitting on the porches and stuff to get away from everybody. It's just such a I mean, high tension scenario. It's been such a traumatic experience. I mean, it started off. With Jen Shaw and the Beauty Lab and Laser parking lot. Yeah, and it's it's ending with and Mary. <laughs> there's never been a down moment that there hasn't been stress and anxiety. And all of this time, they still don't know what's going on with Jen Shaw. Yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine the stress and anxiety. And, you know, having to stay there and work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine how difficult that was, yeah. that this trip was, and how exhausted they must have been. The mid-season trailer looks <sighs> incredible. I was like, how can it get any better? And it's nothing about really Jen Shaw's arrest or anything. Jen Shaw looks like she gets up to try to physically attack somebody. Lisa Barlow. Like, yeah, Lisa, like, her supposedly best friend, like... It's getting really intense. There's a lot of screaming. Lisa is screaming at the top of her lungs at Meredith at one point. Meredith is trash, and she's about to throw out all the dish and tea out on everybody, dating and sleeping around with yes. people. I'm like, dang, Meredith is pissed. I, well, you know, people told, said that Meredith was sleepy first season. She woke up second season. Oh, my that gosh. For sure. You know who else woke up? Some wonderful, wonderful people who left us a review. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Apple Podcast. Y'all are learning. Y'all don't need to be threatened every week. We got three new ones. We're blessed. We're blessed. Yeah, we got three, and I didn't even have to threaten. I, I didn't have to threaten. Last see, time. look, oh, see. two weeks in a row, you're just oh, you know positive what? reinforcement. I did positive reinforcement last time, so I'll do that this time. All right, so the first one is Love It by CC12. CC12. Those are my initials, CC. Corey Chitwood, what, what? Hi, CC. Thank you, CC. Thank you. And then uh, So Cute and Funny, AAAK47. Think, um, yeah, 40 is spelled out. Seven, the number. Thank you so much. And we also got Love This Podcast from Kristen525A. So, y'all, thank you guys so much for leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, thank you so we much. We need those. We love them so much. And y'all, y'all are famous now. <laughs> like, you guys are part of the review club. You better just carry around a pen for all the autographs that you're going to have to sign. Yeah, it's going to be hard. You guys are, might have to keep your masks on when you go out and stuff. It'll keep people from recognizing True. you. And like storming you and like paparazzi. It's crazy. Wear a hat, it's, sunglasses. Yeah, it's crazy. So thank you again. You guys are rock stars. Thank you, everyone else, for listening. In the meantime, make sure you join us on our social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. 
On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. We are also on YouTube, and you can find us on there, and you can also find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, right after I say this, you should go onto our page and give us a five-star review and a nice little... Oh, no, a five-star rating <laughs> and then a nice little review. Got my words twisted up that time. And I will just love you guys so much if you do that. Kisses. Thank you all so much. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Yep. Check, check, check. Check is on. What kind of check? A is bounce. it like a written check? Because I need some money. And that would be a bounce check. Oh, <laughs> I don't need none of that. None of that.